1: Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff, you know and it's <laughs> the q Oh, my gosh. Listen,
0: thank you. From the PlayLikeAJet.com Digital Studio This is Play Like a Jet, my name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter at jet one And it's time for part two of the weekend mailbag So for that we bring in our friend who is the owner The operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang Over at JetsInsider.com And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbly So, let's jump right back into the mailbag Next question comes in from Idris nod He says, why can't Jets fans have nice things? <laughs> I'm sorry, it just wasn't meant to be sometimes
2: I've I've lived 41 years of life, and and you know about 30, 30 at least 31 of those, uh, I've been around people searching for that the answer to that question. And I I'm sad to report that I find myself further and further away from the answer every year of my life.
0: <laughs> Next question comes in from Christian Asholt. He says, "Joe Douglas's measured approach." is going to land the Jets with another losing season that has us looking at mock drafts in November again, isn't it? It might. I'd love to tell you it definitely won't, but it certainly could. A lot of it depends on how Zach Wilson plays this year, but there's no guarantees that we're not looking at mock drafts in November.
2: It, it almost certainly is. Uh, here's what I'll say, though. Any other approach would lead to this uh, very similar thing. I, I just i just don't know what what else out there is was is going to make like if what moves out there that so far was going to make a three game uh, difference this year I, I i don't i don't see that move i we we can talk about amari cooper um uh, and what that would do to helping zach wilson I, I, i'm i'm here for that conversation Telling me that there's moves out there that would have made, uh, you know, a three-win difference. I'm not. I'm not. I can't get on board with that argument.
0: Next question comes in from Stephen five nine three one one six seven one. One name I haven't heard yet as far as wide receivers is Michael Thomas from the Saints. What are your thoughts on him? My thoughts on Michael Thomas are that it doesn't really matter what my thoughts are because he just restructured with the Saints, so he's not an option for the Jets. Next question comes in from Eric Sankin, 622. He says, there's talk the Jets might take Sauce Gardner at number 4 overall. How does he compare to other cornerbacks who were recently picked in the top five of drafts? Denzel Ward, Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson. Honestly, I'd have to go back and look at the tape on those guys from when they were in college, but what I will tell you is that even if we don't necessarily say that he's going to be as good as those guys in the pros, Jalen Ramsey and Patrick Peterson specifically, Denzel Ward I don't think is on their level, if he's an elite cornerback prospect and he's somebody that they think could be a top five cornerback in the NFL then I would say that he probably compares somewhat favorably to those guys. Now remember, Jalen Ramsey was sort of a safety cornerback hybrid at Florida State, so that's a weird one. Patrick Peterson was certainly excellent when he was in college, and Denzel Ward was great, but I would hope that Gardner would be better than what we've seen from Denzel Ward so far. It's not to say Denzel Ward's been bad, but he hasn't been elite like the other two. So I'd say from what I recall, his evaluation compares somewhat favorably, but it's tough to say without having their college tape in front of me because I'd be going off of memories from years ago, and they're not exactly crystal clear.
2: Yeah, and I I'm good, just gonna start digging into the the I did watch I've watched more Cincinnati probably than than a lot of schools uh, over the last couple of years so I've seen uh, a, a bunch of sauce but I haven't dug into his tape yet I'm gonna start doing that this weekend, um, but I I I watched uh, I watched all the Jalen Ramsey and Patrick Peterson I remember those uh, I'm I'm just. From what I've seen of Sauce Gardner, I'm going to say that I feel confident when I finish my review, I'm going to have a I'll have him ranked higher than what I thought of Denzel Ward coming out. Um, But, yeah, it seems pretty consensus that uh, from, you know, the people who do study this, that they're saying, yeah, this isn't Jalen Ramsey class. Uh, we're, We're not quite at that level. But if you give me, you know, 85 to 90% of Jalen Ramsey, uh, yeah, around 90% of Jalen Ramsey, I'm, I'm good with that.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez.
2: And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal.
1: Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore dealmaking across sports, media, and entertainment. even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Play like a jet. Play like a jet. <laughs> Next question comes in from Matt Schilling. He says, will the Jets win an AFC East game this year? They might. They might not. The Dolphins are going to be really tough. They just added Tyreek Hill and a bunch of other players, including Taron Armstead. We know what the Bills are. It's going to be very difficult for the Jets to win a game against them. The Patriots aren't that great on paper, but they do still have Bill Belichick as the coach. And it's possible they win a game against the Patriots, but I wouldn't bank on it. Also, it's TBD because we don't know what the Jets are going to do in the draft or if there's another move they might have up their sleeves. So I think it's a little early to say one way or the other. Here's what I will say. It's definitely possible, but I wouldn't be betting money on it.
2: I don't love their chances, especially because it's like on just uh, just on a uh, like talent roster wise, you you look and say, OK, the Patriots are the best chance because you got to you got to think that something's got to go severely wrong for Buffalo for them to be able to beat Buffalo next uh, in one of those games. Um, Miami, they, they could they could get one in Miami for sure. They could split with Miami still. It's not like. Tyreek Hill makes them some unstoppable team. I know that you know they had a great defense. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what that defense looks like and how that holds up without Flores there. Uh, you know, uh, the, a different coach, a different scheme can make that defense look completely different. So uh, I'm, yes, that offense is scary. Going to be tough to stop with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Uh, they still have an awful offensive line and. I still don't trust Tua to throw the ball very far. Uh, so I'm, I'm holding off on thinking the, the Dolphins are going to be some unbeatable force next year.
0: Next question comes in from Paper GS. He says, Why do we believe it's ever going to get better for this team? Because we have no choice. We have no choice. We have to believe. If we don't believe, then what's the point of any of this? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, that that's all on you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't explain the unexplainable.
0: Next question comes in from Jesse Peretz. He says, "Who are the Jets going to spend all this money on?" Unrealistic answers only. <laughs> Unrealistic answers only, huh? Hmm. Okay. I think they're going to spend this money going out and getting Miles Garrett from the Browns. The Browns are going to say, hey, we have to pay Deshaun to Watson all this money. We can't afford Miles Garrett. So the Jets are going to go and trade for him. And then right after that, they're going to call up the Green Bay Packers and say, listen, I know you just made Aaron Rodgers the highest paid player in the NFL and the highest paid player in NFL history, but he just lost Devontae Adams. He's going to be cranky. You don't want a guy like that. He wants to win right now. You want a young quarterback who you can build around and be the next Aaron Rodgers. So we'll give you Zach Wilson in a deal for Aaron Rodgers. And so the Jets are going to land both Aaron Rodgers and Miles Garrett. And that's where that money's going to go.
2: All right, that's that's that that sounds good. Um, me, spend it on me, <laughs> spend it all on me. I like it, right? That's like that's that's a sweet. I'll I'll share it with you guys. I'll I'll, I'll toss you some of it, Scott. I'll 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 give you just some of it. I'll, that that's a sweet plan, right?
0: Hey, if I get a good cut of it, I'm fine with it I don't know that you and I are going to be able to play Because said something about which players are they going to spend it on But listen, for the right price, we'll get out there and get flattened Yeah,
2: I'm just saying, I just want the money, that's all um, <laughs> um, And then, yeah, you know, go ahead, uh, give me that money And if, if you have some left over, you know, say Hey, Aaron Donald, you just won the Super Bowl, Come come over here uh we'll we'll give you a a, a bunch of money uh like what what do you want you you, you want uh, uh woody johnson's inheritance go ahead go go do that uh go go ahead with uh just just spend it on you know it's Pat, uh, patrick mahomes you know tyreek hill is gone now and and he he just left you he didn't want to come sign with you why don't you come here and so you can beat him all the time go spend it on mahomes
0: Next question comes in from JRisk127. He says, when did we begin to need an absolutely loaded offense to be able to fairly assess a young quarterback? Burrow without Chase played well. Rodgers built up Adams, et cetera. If he's not able to raise the play of those around him, then he's not the guy anyway, especially with how stacked the AFC is. I'd love the Jets to continue to build and stack the deck, but it's more a want than a need at this point. Chris, you talked about this before, but really what it boils down to is it's a different landscape now than it was in the old days where a quarterback could sit for a year or two and then learn and jump in when he was ready. Now these guys go in immediately, partially because you have the rookie window to take advantage of. So you want to accelerate that development And the best way to accelerate that development is to put as loaded a roster around a quarterback as possible for that five-year period where he's going to be relatively cheap. And that's why we're seeing what we're seeing, where teams are going all in to try and win and build around that rookie quarterback during that window. You don't necessarily need a loaded roster to see if a quarterback is going to be good, but it really helps bring you clarity quicker. Because remember, sooner or later you're going to have to make that decision as to whether or not you're going to extend that quarterback Whether you want to go in a different direction It's just a different landscape than it was years ago And so you want to try to do everything you can to accelerate that quarterback's development as quickly as possible Now yes, Joe Burrow was good without Jamar Chase Jamar Chase obviously lifted him to another level Justin Herbert was outstanding as a rookie A lot of these guys struggle as rookies. We talked about the class of 2021. Mac Jones was the best of them, but he really faltered down the stretch of the second half of the season and wasn't anywhere near as good as he was early on. And the other guys struggled except for Trey Lance, who really only played one game. But that's the way that teams are doing this now because of what I was saying, the urgency of that rookie window and trying to find clarity as quickly as possible. You want to accelerate that development. And the best way to do that is to load up on weapons and load up on protection as quickly as you can.
2: America 2022. Are, are, is patience something that, you know, comes to mind? Because that's that's what this comes down to. Again, this is all accelerated timeline stuff. People have decided that they don't want to wait around the three to five years to find out if a quarterback's good enough, and uh, we we've all accepted that if it, you know if things aren't perfect, it's you, we can't possibly know the answer on some of these quarterbacks. So they're just rushing it. Um, and it because they we don't we just simply do not have the patience uh, we're not we can get so excited and think that this one thing has all the potential in the world and then just like 3 months later you can be like nope never mind this is awful can't do anything what were we ever thinking so that that's what it all is. It's just a lack of patience and just needing to speed up the timeline because you're right. It's not necessary for building a roster and for winning But if you, like if you already have uh, your quarterback, then none of that, none of what we're talking about is relevant. None of it matters. It's, it's all pointless, but, you kind of need to do all that stuff to, to know if, to be, if, if we're working on a regular timeline, you wouldn't need to rush it. You could bring them along slowly. But again, because we need to know answers within two years, like there's not a person in that building that is willing to wait till after year three. To to know about have had the answer on Zach Wilson. They want the answer this year, and it's not just good enough that the opening day roster has to look like training wheels for him. They have to be able to maintain injuries uh, because that's part of part of it too. Because right now I'm looking at it saying this. We're looking at it saying this. This wide receiver group is good enough. But they you have one injury, and all of a sudden, we're looking at it going, okay, well, what what can you really expect from him this week? so that that's what it's all about it, it It's just that simple it's you're right. It's not about uh getting us to the wins. It's about getting us to the answer at quarterback.
0: Next question comes in from Freddie Yu. He says, do you think? The plan all along was to go for a big splash and get a player nobody thought was available, cap flexibility this year, so maybe they're still going to lay in the weeds and try to make another move along the lines of what they did with Tyreek Hill. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that's exactly what they were trying to do. Douglas was maintaining his flexibility in case he could make a big move like Calvin Ridley or Tyreek Hill. Will there be another player available of that caliber that he can chase? Possibly. But I think that's exactly why he did it is because he wanted to leave himself open to be able to go after a player like Hill or Ridley or somebody else if they became available and he was banking on somebody being available, which obviously somebody was. They just weren't able to land him. And if they aren't able to get somebody like that, the cap space will roll over.
2: This is, this is the absolute optimal strategy is you do this uh, because if they don't make that signing or they don't make a trade, they, the money doesn't get wasted. They, they roll that money over into next year. So if they, if they have, if they have 20 million in cap space this year, that, that gives, they that goes unused. They get to roll that over next year. So if that doesn't mean anything that, that would just be like they structured the contract, like you're suggesting that they should have. So the only thing there is, you know, yes, you would prefer to have the talent this year. Uh, but He's positioned himself to be able to go get that talent if it's become available for what he wants and, and he can get it. But if it doesn't, then, okay, give me that money back and let's try it again next year. Um, so that's that's how it, it is and that's how it should be done. And again, this is timing. Every it, it's Teams are different. I, I keep seeing fans uh, arguing to try to, uh, you know, they wanna leverage stuff now. And again, they wanna go leverage the salary cap because the salary cap's not real and all this stuff, but it, it still kinda is. You gotta wait until you're good enough to start digging that type of hole from there. You want to keep the flexibility first. You can't dig a giant hole because that's what ends up being. You, you leverage yourself out before you get good. You don't ever get good, and then you have to spend the next three to five years digging out of the hole. You, you have to get really good before you can start leveraging. Um, but yeah, I truly believe that this is the way that the NFL is going now. Uh, you got, you look, you know, Tyreek Hill just decided he didn't want to be in Kansas City anymore. They offered him a, a, con, a, a huge contract, to continue playing with Patrick Mahomes. And he was, was like, nah, I'm not gonna take it. I want you to trade me. And and he he ends up in Miami. Devontae Adams, this is this was been going on for years, but he's been telling everyone, I want to go play with Derek Carr. I want to go play with Vegas. Uh and he got his way. Uh the these types of things are happening now. Uh and this is it's changing, the league's changing. Teams are working with players to send them their own place a little bit more. Players have a little bit more power or flexing it. Um, I, I think players are going to become available. And if they're not, then Nick, he gets to take that money and use it next year.
0: Chris, you could hang out all day with one of these two men. Who would you pick? Raylan Givens or Ron Swanson? Oh,
2: boy. I mean, it it, it depends on where we're going and what we're doing. Um, you know, if, if, if I, if I need any type of, uh, protection, gunslinging, then obviously I'm going Raylan Gibbons, but, uh, but, I, but I think I, I'd have, a would have a lot more fun, uh, like hanging outdoors with Ron Swanson.
0: I think you're underestimating how good Ron Swanson would be with a gun.
2: No, that that's true, but, but he's not, he's, he's not Raylan Gibbons. He's, he's, he doesn't have the quick draw like that. I imagine I imagine Ron's excellent with a shotgun, not not so uh, as great as Raylan Gibbons with a with a handgun.
0: True, but here's my thought on this: the combination of Swanson being good with a gun and being more fun to hang out with, I think, than Raylan, because I feel like Raylan would find a way to get you into a dangerous situation, and maybe yeah. he gets himself out of it, but doesn't get you out of it. I don't know how much I'd like to gamble on that. But I think yeah. Ron Swanson would be much more likely to just want to chill and not get you in any type of situation that could get you hurt. And he would probably say a whole bunch of things that would make you crack up, and he would do it unintentionally.
2: Yeah, and my entire goal would just to, would just be to make him giggle like they have him <laughs> giggle because when he does those giggles, and if he if I get one of those little Ron Swanson giggles out of him, uh, or slash Nick Offerman giggles because that's how he really laughs itself. Uh, if I if I ever got one of those, that that's that's a victory. Uh, there's there's nothing Raylan Gibbons can do to top that.
0: That's gonna wrap up part two of the mailbag. Make sure you check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the play like a jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from down under Luke Grant has got some great videos up there. Check out those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store at tepublic.com. That's TEEpublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers Quinn and Williams Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, the Zack the Ripper shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, mugs, hoodies, caps. It's all there. Tpublic.com. That's T E eepublic.com and make sure you give us a 5 star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you can go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's PlayLikeAJetDigital and jet.com.
1: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you, what do you do when you win?